The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superpowers of the Soul. I'm your host, Morakai, and I am so extra excited for today's conversation about the power of service and learning to stand in our power so that we can more powerfully serve. Because today we get to talk with Tatiana Berende. She is the former host of Sex, Love, and Superpowers. She's the host of her new amazing show, Superpower Mamas. She's one of the collaborators, guides, and coaches at Superpower Experts, which I am so, so grateful for because I deeply, deeply cherish her as a guide and a mentor along my own journey through the Superpower programs. I I just love her. I just absolutely love her. And I'm so excited to have her with us today to have this particular conversation. Tatiana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. What a heartwarming introduction. And I love you too so much. You're such a joy and a pleasure to work with. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Well, what we're talking about here today, uh, I just am so excited about this actually for many reasons, but what we're talking about here today is the power of service and what it really means to tap into that. And you know, why would we even want to? Like, why is it even important to be talking about this, Tatiana? Yeah, well, that's a really good question. Um, and I think that, I mean, the first thing that, that comes up for me is because there's no other way that I would want to live my life. Um, I, I was what, 22 or something when I very clearly bared my heart and said, creator, I am yours. I am in your service. Do with me what you will. I will go where you tell me. I will do what you tell me. Um, And as, you know, we were talking before we hit record, living that way is not for everyone. It's not for the faint of heart. It takes a lot of willingness to stand in a lot of unknown, Um, which we're kind of conditioned societally to fear and to not trust. Um, But for me, there's no other way to live at this point. Mm. Oh, I have goosebumps head to toe, which often happens when I hear direct truth. It's so beautiful. It's so chilling. I love it. I can relate to that. Um, And I, I love how young you were though. My goodness, that's young. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around that at <laughs> early 20s. Wow. <laughs> I think of my daughter who is, you know, 18 and hmm, interesting. I love that. And, you know, I love that you're speaking to the piece that it's not for the faint of heart. It is entirely against most of our unconscious, most of our programming, I believe, to to, to to even want to be in the unknown, but beyond that, to, to feel even better there, willing there, safer there in some way. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You know what? One of the things that, that comes to me is 
the difference between power and control. And that's really what I hear as you relay that story. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this in your experience, but that's that's one of the ways that I, I can work with it is that we're sort of taught to seek this external control. And if we can just control things enough, we'll be okay. We'll be successful. We'll be safe. We'll be whatever it is. But there's no real power there, is there? No, that we give all our power away in that. And that's, um, you know, we talk about power a lot at superpower experts, right? And it's a it's a trigger word for a lot of people. A lot of people <laughs> don't like that word um, because they think it means power over um, to dominate or, con- like you said, to control something or someone um, to make us feel more powerful. But really that that is just a, an expression of of feeling not powerful, feeling disempowered. Um, and so we go over to the other, to the other extreme because we want to feel powerful and we just keep going back and forth between fear and control and fear and control. And it's, you know, it's like this ping pong ball. Um, and, and what, what we teach people to do and what we stand really firmly in is, is power from within. And that is a very different stance um, it's a very different energetic transmission. It doesn't need anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. And when you don't need anything from anybody or anyone, then you are free. And that mm-hmm. is powerful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Folks, I know you can feel this already. I mean, wow, head to toe. I can attest to that in my experience of journeying with you through this program and through the superpower programs, I think so many of us are seeking freedom, sovereignty, to feel at peace in every moment. And what peace is there? What sovereignty, what freedom, if how you feel is dependent on anything outside of you, anything external, you're a leaf in the wind. You are in reaction. There's no power there. There's no sovereignty there. There's no freedom or peace there. To come yeah. into that, yes. I just want to say that Please. we can go to the extreme on the other side of that too, though, because we are interdependent creatures, right? We are not, we, we did not come here to be the individual, you know, do it all myself forever and ever. That's not, that's not what we're here to do. So there's a, there's a difference between allowing ourselves to be interdependent and codependent. Mm-hmm. Right to be interdependent is to acknowledge that everything we do is going to have an impact, and so on everything else. And again, not coming from a place of fear with that, but just a place of acknowledgement that my presence here has an impact, and so then I get to be at choice as to what I'm going to do with that impact. And I'm not always going to be perfect in it, you know, but but it also means that I don't. I don't have to need someone or something. I don't need my partner to stand beside me. I enjoy my partner standing beside me. I love having my partner beside me, but do I need him there? No, I know that I'm going to be okay. And I know that deeply. I know that not just in my cognitive mind, but I know that on a deep cellular level because of my practice and my life and and what I've been through. Mm. I love that. I love that expansion and distinction. And I can feel the difference when you talk about interdependence and codependence. And I can feel similar layers of control and power and how I'm using the word power. 
to relay that sovereignty, that freedom, that sourcing really from within rather than from without. I love that. Well, and if we think yeah. about it from, from that lens of impact, like I was just talking about, and power, mm-hmm. to acknowledge that I have impact makes me incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful. Now, does that mean that I am dominating everyone and they that everyone else does not have um, agency in terms of how they respond and react to me? No, it does not. But does it mean that I have potential to do incredible, beautiful things with that impact? It does. And it also gives me incredible responsibility as soon as I become aware of that. So sorry, listeners, I'm not sorry. Now you know. No, there's no excuse. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, yes, Uncle Ben, with great power comes great responsibility. I love that. Uh, you know, I just, I don't want to, br- I'm going to go to a break now because this is yeah. so yummy. Like, I just want to stay in the flow. So folks, we're going to take a quick break here so we can come back and dive deep into this visceral, yummy conversation without needing to interrupt the flow. So you are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpowered Network. And today we are talking, and I'm so happy to be talking with Tatiana Berende about the power of service. And if sharing your light in a bigger way and having a bigger impact feels like something exciting that your soul has been asking for, we are so excited to connect with you. We invite you to come explore the superpower universe and see what lights you up the most in there right now. Please be sure to go to superpowerexperts.com and check it all out. For now, stay tuned, stay with us, and we'll be right back after the break. The superpower experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. All right. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us. This is Amora Kai, your host of Superpowers of the Soul. And if you're just tuning in, today we are talking with Tatiana Berende about the power of service. And Tatiana, it was so juicy. Before we went to break, we were talking about <clears throat> with great power comes great responsibility and looking at this through the lens of impact and the real difference between standing in power and powerfully serving versus feeling like you're dominating others you said Mm -hmm. something so beautiful about acknowledging that I have impact doesn't translate into dominating over others or taking away any agency in others I love that Mm -hmm. or being really like afraid to move through the world because I'm gonna impact something Mm -hmm. right like that's Mm -hmm. the alternate you like in in all of these there's there's two sides to the coin right there's two directions that people have a tendency to take it and so i i really feel like this walk is about um how do we find the middle path the 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 road that goes in between that cuts through the seesaw the back and forth yeah Mm -hmm. i love that and so can we open up the conversation a little bit to to maybe start by defining a little bit what we mean by service when we're talking about being in service? Maybe we can start there. Can you speak to that? I think that's a great place to start because it's another place where people have lots of triggers, right? <laughs> yeah. um, 
especially when we think about, um, you know, everything that's happening from the lens of social justice and the awareness that people are, you know, speaking out about or just coming to, or, you know, everyone's sort of in their own process of waking up to our history on the planet and how we have enslaved other human beings to do our bidding and, you know, all the stuff that comes up around having servants or slaves, you know, it's all tied into this word service. Um, and so that's obviously, or maybe not obviously, but it's not what we mean when we talk about being in service to the divine. Um, and yet there is an element of releasing one's own personal egoic desire to be in that service. Um, and this can get really tricky because this is an individual walk. Uh, no one can tell you that you are or are not in service to the divine. Only you can assess um, where you're at with that. Um, and it takes some real self-inquiry and some real self-honesty and continuously checking in because we have all these pieces and parts. And this is this is what we dive into at Superpower Experts, as you know well, Amorakai. This is, you know, all, all the parts and pieces, and, and especially those of us who have journeyed for a long time. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it, you know, just going back to this concept of interdependence, I really mm-hmm. don't believe that we can nor should try to figure this out by ourselves um, because we have impact. Um, and we can sit in our rooms and do this work and like get to, you know, perfect and connected. And it's, it's important to have a personal practice. It's important to have ways that you know that you connect up to whatever version of the divine feels in resonance for you. But we are here to serve as reminders for each other because we're all going to forget. All of us at Superpower Experts have our moments where we slip, Tonya included, all of us. Um, and it's, and it's part of the perfection of that design of interdependence. We're designed that way. We're designed to hold each other so that we can continuously come back to remembering who we are because it's not a one and done deal. Tony and I talk about this all the time. It's not like you journey and you get somewhere and, oh, now I'm in service to the divine (laughs) all the time. And I never have to think about it ever again. It's every moment of every day being willing to check in with oneself and to be honest of where am I at? And now I know I'm going off on a tangent. This has nothing to do Mm. with the definition of service anymore, but it's related um, because when we talk about being in service to the divine, what is that? (laughs) You know, what does that mean? In our essence, we are all divinity. This much we know is true. It doesn't matter what form I'm in, what color my skin is, what country I live in, whether I'm rich, poor, homeless, or psychotic, or anywhere in between. We all have divinity within us. And it's about, so when we talk about being in service to the divine, it's about being willing to access that divinity and bring it forward. That's really all that it is. It's getting our little selves out of the way 
so that we can become beautiful instruments and channels for that divine energy. In the in some of the traditions that I have worked with and journeyed with, they call it becoming a hollow bone mm-hmm. or a hollow reed. Right? We become an instrument for that divine energy to flow through. Mm-hmm. In the native Hawaiian traditions, they have they you know they call the the basin that they had it's like a bowl that we carry inside of us right in our pelvic mm-hmm. bowl and they have the ho'oponopono because as we as we go through life that bowl fills with sediment and rocks and every experience that we have that brings up that egoic self comes in and the ho'oponopono is what allows us to empty the bowl so that it can be filled with just that divine light again so that we can be that that instrument mm. So there's infinite ways to be in service to the divine. There isn't one right way to do it. And no one can tell you that you're doing it right. Only you can. Mm. But it takes deep commitment to honesty and self-inquiry and continuous daily honesty and self-inquiry and being willing to be okay with when you're not there. Because you're not always going to be there. But you have to be willing to acknowledge when you're not there so that you can know the difference because that's when we get into real trouble. And that's what we really, really dig deep with people on in the personal power intensive because a lot of people are out there operating, thinking that they are being in service to the divine when their pieces and parts have come in and have hijacked the show and are making a goddamn mess. And we see it all the time and it's nasty. Mm. Oh, there's so much in there. There's five episodes in there. It's amazing what you just gave. It's (laughs) so fantastic. And where do I want to root into first? Definitely the piece about doing this in community. You know, those parts and pieces, it's really easy, I believe, to to kind of think that we're doing it, to think that we're here, to think that we've got it. And I think it's kind of a double-edged sword because you think and your heart and your intention is so pure. And then everything is just a big pile of crap all around you falling apart. And you're kind of going, where is all this mess coming from? Mm -hmm. And to have that interdependent, incredible, incredible container to help you through that and get to levels of crystal clarity and authenticity and truth and not have it be about being perfect and getting it right. It's not about that. It's about being able to see it clearly. Well, and I Uh, was just going to say that because sometimes the mess is part of the process. Uh Sometimes things need to break down and be destroyed in order to be rebuilt into something new again. And that's okay. That's a natural process. Death is a natural process. We don't need to be afraid of mess, right? You've given birth. That's not a clean process. Sure. It's a <laughs> process. Creation <laughs> is messy and yet it's divine. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's when we judge the mess and we think I'm not supposed to be messy. I am supposed to be perfect. Everything is supposed to be clean. If I am a very spiritual person, that means that I wear white all the time and I never get it dirty and everything is perfectly sparkling clean around me at all moments. Otherwise I am not spiritually perfect. 
Oh, that, that feels painful. That feels so, so painful. It is. It's a horrible way to live, but there's a lot Mm -hmm. of people out there and you might be listening to this and be like, Oh, dang. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there on the spiritual path doing exactly just that. And then you judge other people because they're not Mm -hmm. perfect and it gets Mm -hmm. really messy, really fast. Oh, I love that you're speaking to that. I really do. And I love that there are spaces and places and communities and opportunities to be held as you journey through that. I, for myself in my own life, I first encountered this, I think really on the parenting path Mm -hmm. and really seeing quite clearly, I love that you brought out birth because that was probably my initiation in my twenties with my daughter, Hannah. And it was like, oh, okay, here's how you serve. Number one, it's not about you. (laughs) It's, it's, right like forget that <laughs> and and <laughs> that was clear and and the, the little you right and nothing bad and commitment to being part of something bigger than you right this is much bigger than you and the little self and following that divine guidance no matter what and you know what sometimes it doesn't really line up with what everybody around you wants you to do or think or say or believe or show up as usually and it that, doesn't <laughs> Right. Yeah. And so I love that you're speaking to that and that experience of, I mean, to me, I think it's about that level of conviction. I think it can be easy sometimes to fool ourselves. I certainly lied to myself quite brilliantly and amazingly. And and on the other side of that, gone, wow, I was really deep in it and really thought, you know, what I did. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot more. There's a lot more to that journey. And so mm, I just love that so much. Yeah. So I, I actually ourselves all the time. And I just want to give like a little shout out to the little self sure. for a moment. Yeah. The little self gets shit on all the time. And, uh, and uh, you know, sometimes rightfully so. It, but, but here's the deal. All parts of us are, they serve a purpose. It's not there for nothing. It's not there to be eradicated. It just doesn't get the keys to the car because it's the little thing. <laughs> Give, you yeah. don't give your toddler the keys to the car, but the toddler is also the one who is kind of closest to where we all come from, right? They just came from there. And I think similarly, so with the little self, um, I, I was introduced to this teaching very early on in my spiritual path, and I've never forgotten it. The little self is the part of us that remembers where we came from, but it's the only part of us that cannot get us back there. So Mm. it's not, it doesn't remember how to get back, but it remembers that there was something different. It remembers what perfection was like. Hmm. The human realm isn't perfect and the little self knows it. And it tries to make the human realm perfect, but it's never going to win because the human realm isn't supposed to be perfect. It's perfect in its imperfection. Mm -hmm. The perfection and the divinity that the little self remembers, yes, our, 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 I don't want like to use the word goal because that's really not what it is. The, the, the potential of what is possible is to remember that divinity as we move through every moment, but the little self is not going to be the one that gets us there, Mm -hmm. but it does remember. Mm 
And that's why it's so loud sometimes and so sneaky. <laughs> yes, there is some sneakiness there and not in a devilish way. I love that you use the child analogy. That's one of my favorites is, you know, that there's nothing wrong with, with your five-year-old. Your five-year-old is perfect and beautiful and brilliant and lovely and knows all this and that, but they just don't get to drive. to drive the bus. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Definitely don't give them the bus. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> not good. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Okay. And so let me circle back around just to be real clear on the, because you mentioned that Hawaiian tradition, that beautiful pelvic bowl mm-hmm. and the Ho'oponopono. And so can you speak to that for a second? So you, you mentioned it, but it, it really is a technique sort of as a forgiveness technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I was, I was taught by um, Auntie Nahi, who is no longer in the physical realm um, on the big Island of Hawaii many, many years ago when I, when I was there and I was sort of first waking up if you will um Mm. and it's a beautiful beautiful ritual and many people are probably familiar with it but it's you know the process of um and i'm just like super aware in this moment of my whiteness and sharing this like traditional hawaiian um Mm. thing and so i'm just speaking to that because it just came up for me in that moment but um but it's it works because it speaks to a really deep um truth uh and and it works it works only really when we use it from a vibrational perspective which is what you know we we have incorporated it you know i put it in as one of the exercises in the personal power intensive because of the effectiveness of it if you really use it intentionally like any um mantra or affirmation or anything you can speak the words um but it's the vibration that that needs to be carried forward. Um, and what I love about a lot of the indigenous languages is that they are vibrational languages. And so Ho'oponopono actually carries a vibration when you when you grow up in that culture and you understand what that means. Um, whereas the you know the English translation of um, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. Um, you know those words, the English language just we really have to know what we mean when we say the words in the English language, because they don't carry the same vibrational thread forward that some other languages do. So, um, and that said, it's a very powerful tool if we do bring that meaning forward. So if there's any place, whether it's with ourselves or with someone in our life, where we're carrying stones, we're carrying debris, we're carrying stuck energy, we we can use the ho'oponopono to, as they say, empty the bowl, um, and and it it's just those words. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I use this as a framework all the time. Actually, in like regular conversation or communication with people, when their energy gets weird. Um, or I know I've misstepped or someone has clearly misunderstood me. Um, I won't necessarily say those exact words, but I will convey um, the vibrational understanding of what that all means in the, in the course of a conversation or an email or, you know, just really holding myself in that space. Because if you really say those words and you allow yourself to be vibrationally carried by them, it puts you in a different frequency. And it's a frequency in the heart and it's a frequency of love, which is the frequency of the divine. 
mm. as far as I understand it. I mean, what mm-hmm. little I know. <laughs> and so why is that and other techniques like it, but why is that such a key factor in coming into the power of service? Because, because as I said, it mm-hmm. aligns you with that frequency and okay. it helps you to remove anything that's in the way. Mm. It drops you into your heart. And like I was saying at the beginning, only you can, can be the one to determine whether you're in that frequency or not. A lot of us on the spiritual path, we get like, we can get into these highs, right? We get into these like super high places where we're just like feeling the universe and it feels like so good. And so, and like, we want to move really fast, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes we're not bringing our hearts with us when we do. And that's when we have impact that's unintended or that isn't really in alignment with that frequency of love. And then we have a lot of cleanup that we have to do. Mm. And so it's, it's sometimes we just really have to slow down to go fast. And the Ho'oponopono allows us to slow down, you know, to, so Mm -hmm. to drop into our heart Mm -hmm. so that we can bring it into all of us and move it forward. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful. That feels so whole. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so the, the exponential impact, right? You you talk about the power of service and you've talked about so much here today, but that exponential impact, if we go too fast, if I'm understanding you correctly, when you slow down and you take the time to get into that frequency, to bring your heart along with you, to dive deeply into it, you actually end up going faster because right. you will have, <laughs> you know, and you might have, uh, you know, a bit more fun and a little bit less mess to clean up along so much the way. more <laughs> fun because there is the, the mess doesn't happen it's like when you get yeah. into that space then you can move quickly but like you mm-hmm. don't bump the glass over or if you do you catch it again right away and you get to be in that fun moment you know and it's like mm-hmm. you're you're in a different flow you're in flow versus being high mm. that's a great distinction i love that High, you know, makes me think of the low that inevitably comes, the high and the crash up and the down, right? You get into that. Yes, it's the what we were talking about earlier, the back and forth, you know. Yeah. It really isn't any different. Yeah. It's a great way to describe that middle way that you are relaying to us, that being in flow. It feels um feels good. It feels Mm -hmm. really good. (laughs) It just feels really good. So obedience is the key, but it, it sounds like being obedient to the divine, to yeah, that bigger you. To what, right? Because yeah. that, you know, I, I, I don't know that I would use that word, right? Mm. Um, I, I prefer the word commitment, which is also, I mean, any word can be triggering to someone if they haven't worked through enough of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and if any of these words are triggering you, I invite you to come, <laughs> come, come into the personal power intensive so that we can work on it because they, they don't need to be, um, you yeah. know, uh, it's just a word. Um, mm. And, 
And some words just carry a lot more energy for a lot more people than others. And so I tend not to use them. And obedience definitely would fall into that category where people are then going to associate it with domination and whatnot. And so that's that's why I wouldn't use that word. Um, because it actually is obedience when you're when you're in the in the practice of it. It it absolutely it absolutely <laughs> is. Um, I just think that there's uh, there may be words that more people would be more open to to receiving more readily. And so I like I like the word commitment, um, unwavering commitment, mm. um, because it's true you will be asked to do things that your small self doesn't want to do. And so, you know, I, I know that's why Tonya uses the word obedience because it's like, are, did you make that commitment to the divine or not? Um, are you going to get out of the way or not? Are you going to build what I've shown you or not? Are you going to lay the bricks? Are you going to keep taking the steps forward? Or are you going to keep stepping off the path? And either way, it'll get built, whether it's you or someone else. It really doesn't matter. Um, I, this book, Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, I absolutely love. And I was so excited when I first read it because um, she totally validated a theory that I had been working with for years because I had had so many experiences of receiving a download of like, oh, this thing needs to get created. And I would talk about it and I would like see it in my mind. And then, you know, life would happen or I didn't actually have the skill set to do whatever it was I was, I was shown. And then I would find out uh, months or years later, oftentimes it was years later that someone else had done exactly the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at when the first few times that happened, I was like, oh man, that should have been me. And, and then I started to get really excited when I would receive these downloads and I'd be like, this is awesome. I'm creating, but I don't actually have to be the one to do it because I know someone will pick it up. I'm just receiving the, the inspiration. I'm receiving the, the information. I get to help to vision it. And if I'm meant to be part of the creation of it, great. Um, but if I'm not, it doesn't matter because someone else will be. Oh, that is so cool. That is such a great way to experience that. That's abundance for all. I love that. Yeah. Mm, it's so juicy and so true. Yes. And it so really, true. like, it could, our small selves don't like that conversation. <laughs> yeah, no all. kidding. <laughs> but it sure. is true. It's like, if, it, if mm-hmm. you're not going to do it, someone yeah. else will. There are we there are a lot of people on the planet and they're just keeping mm-hmm. more every day. But how inclusive and how in service and how aligned with the power of service to be part of the team, be part of the envisioning process, be part of whatever it is yours has your name on it so to speak is yours to do and to contribute to. That's well, it. And that's sometimes what... what's yours to do is to just catch the vision. Mm-hmm. And and sort of firm it up a little bit. And then send it mm. off so someone else can really do something with it. That's yeah. a, that's part of being in service too. Mm-hmm. We we're really action oriented. Like we celebrate mm-hmm. action in our culture, mm. and we we don't celebrate dreaming. Mm-hmm. Dreaming is definitely not celebrated, not appreciated. You know, like a dreamer is lazy, right? That's our mm-hmm. that's our 
association in our culture. Mm -hmm. Dreamers Mm -hmm. are lazy and they don't get anything done. Mm -hmm. But that dreaming is totally part of the service. Has to be. You have to catch it. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of an important part. It's kind of an important part. Like, how are you (laughs) supposed to build the thing? I mean, sometimes we don't know what we're building. We're just doing it as we're, as we're building it. But Mm -hmm. usually at some point in along the way, we've caught some glimpses. And then, I mean, it's really fun when you think you know what you're building and then you get to a certain part and you're like, whoa, this was so different than what I thought it was going to be. It's like this tricky thing. And the power of being able to stand in the unknown and, and be in that space to carry you through that, I suspect would come in mightily handily as you're within the process of that unfolding rather than being enforced and in control and making it bend to what you thought. Totally. Well, and a lot of times I think like there are parts of the vision that are withheld from us because if we were shown the whole thing, we'd be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yes. I think so many of us can relate to that. Oh my goodness. Thank goodness. I didn't know ahead of time. Right. Wow. Like birth, <laughs> that would have been right? a hard no. Yeah. It's like, if you actually... Mm. knew what parenting was going to be like before you had kids mm-hmm. I mean maybe you would still do it but the the real like the sleeplessness and the <laughs> wanting to throw someone against the wall just hard enough to stun them but not hard enough to kill them like that's you have to go through that to know what that is mm-hmm. I agree with you okay I I I could be on with you for a day and a half this is so juicy before we wrap up I just I I would love to ask you one more thing and hear you speak to this one piece. You know, along the way, the developmental journey, I've I've heard many people speak about how sort of there comes a point where things will start to come to a bit of a standstill or stop altogether along our journey until we really learn the idea, the understanding to help and guide others to, to realize in some capacity that it's not about me. And I think that's a phrase that's bandied about quite a bit. And I would love to hear you speak directly to that in the context of being, you know, the power of service that we're talking about here today. Um, that it's not about me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think we just were speaking to that. I think that whole, like being willing to catch a vision and let it go. Um mm-hmm. It's not, it's not about you. I, and what is it about? I mean, I, I would feel pretty arrogant if I would sit here and I would claim that I know like what all of this is about. Um, Cause I don't there. I am inside of a giant mystery. Mm. Um, and I have caught glimpses of, of, divine instruction i have caught glimpses of visions for our collective humanity and what is possible i have heard you know i have sat around day-long councils with elders and sat around sacred fires and heard prophecies of the time that we're in and what we're here to do and and so for me coming to a place of it's not about me has become much easier because that's how i spent my whole adult life right um listening to people who come from collectivist cultures where it's not about them. They're raised knowing that it's not about them. Not that they don't matter. It's, Mm -hmm. it's this interesting um, 
it's this interesting duality that we have to learn how to hold is that I am inherently worthy just by being here. And it's not about me. <laughs> I love it. And, and that goes back to, you know, the conversation about impact. Yeah, and the middle way. Mm-hmm. Very reflective of that. Oh, I could be here all day with you. Tatiana, you're amazing. You're just such a bright light. I'm so grateful <laughs> that you're in the world, just being who you are and doing what you do. You are one of the most authentic and generous guides and mentors. You really are. The space that you hold and the reflections that you give are, I don't even have a word for it. The the feeling is so rich and so deep. It's being held in a container of all the natural elements. It, It really is a profound experience. And if any of you are feeling called towards it, I highly, highly encourage you to follow your heart, follow your calling, and check it out if you are feeling the call. Tatiana, thank you so much for being here with us today and for sharing your wisdom so generously. Thank you for your beautiful words and know that you see all those things in me because they exist in you too. And I'm not just saying that as a little catchphrase to say it, but I know that it's true from having worked with you. And, um, you know, it's when you, when you do this work and I don't go into the same space with every client because it depends on where the client is at and what they're carrying with them and and what they're holding. And so I meant it when I said, I love working with you. Bless you. Thank you so much for that reflection. Beautiful. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here today to find out more about Tatiana and all the juicy, yummy awesomeness she is up to in the world. Please be sure to check out her new incredible podcast, Superpower Mamas. Oh, it's all in the name. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for that show. And if you're feeling the call towards the Superpower programs yourself, I really do highly encourage you to check it all out. See what resonates with you. Go to superpowerexperts.com and it's all over there for you. And please make sure you connect in with all of us over at the Superpower Universe too. It is such a high vibe community over there. There's so much resources. There's free gifts going on all the time. It's just a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun over there. And if you're feeling called to the plus, there's also all the new book releases. There's monthly live gatherings going on. Just head on over to superpowerexperts.com to check it all out. There is just so much love for you here. Yeah. Thank you so much plug the community just real quick like that's a great way if you want to come and interact with us but you're not quite ready for the personal power intensive but you want to kind of check it out and get a feel for who's on the team and who you would be working with um the plus community is a great way to do that Mm -hmm. oh beautiful all right folks thank you so much for being with us today and until next time go within unlock your superpowers of the soul and use them to light up our world all the love everyone and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.